money. Say something, or was it just a way to make more money? test right now see how it sounds gonna do a little poppy toppy okay Wu-Tang Clan Wu-Tang 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 for life Wu-Tang Clan look at the teeth tongue and the lips arsonist had oddly shaped feet I hate it so I'm just gonna say speak from your heart but I'll tell you guys I know I know this is Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Thanks for tuning in again. This is me, I'm Bo, and this is Zach. Hello, Zach. Hi, hi, good to be here. It's all good right, to be here. All right, Thanks all right. for having me. Cool. And I do want to apologize about last time because I blasted right through the intro, like, too fast. So I'm going to slow down. Okay. Usually I'm the one who goes too fast, so. Agreed. Was your week all right? Yeah, my week, my week was good. I got, uh, I got a lot done. Okay. Uh, the weather's starting to warm up here, which is always good for morale. Remind you that we don't live in a, a wintry, desolate wasteland, that it actually does warm up and you can go outside again and enjoy it. We got out and did some metal detecting since the last time I recorded. That was that was very good. I found that really neat rock. Miranda said it's a lapis. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it's a specific, it's she, a special... I, I showed it to her and she's like, that's a, that's a semi-precious gym. Really? Yeah. I she had said no people idea. polish and cut those. Oh my god! I might go back and see if I can scrounge some more up. Dude, let's go. Let's go rock hounding. I would love sure. to be a rock hound. I yes. love. That, I I find that that's actually the best part of metal detecting because you're already looking at the ground. You right? are. Whole, I find way more interesting rocks than I ever had anything of actual value. You're right. I do find a, bu- a bunch of colored rocks out there that are like greens and pinks, and I never pick them up. I should just do that. I could happily have a huge rock collection <laughs> because I, I, I will often pick up like five, ten really cool rocks and I get back to the car and go, yeah, but what am I going to do with them? Then I throw them back just, Yeah. I, I should just embrace it and keep them and just like have a pile out next to the garage. It's just a bunch of rocks I, I know. picked up. I used to do that when I was a kid, but anyway... But yeah, we're going to talk about time travel today. Yes, that's the subject for today. So if you wanted to hear about time travel, you came to the right place, basically. Uh, We are definitely going to be talking about time travel. And what I thought I'd do is split it up into segments uh, for you guys to make it a little bit easier and a little bit more manageable. Plus, it's on my phone. Um, <laughs> the, I finally set the voice message system up. So you can go to a specific link which is anchor.fm slash Cadillacs and Dinosaurs slash message and go to that website and you can leave a voice message, I believe. What, would I, they, what, what could they ask us? Yeah, what do you... I mean, that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> they could ask us anything. They could ask us anything. They could also just leave a comment like, we hate you guys yeah. or... Could you, know, you just... stop sounding so nasal so <laughs> I don't have to adjust the treble on my stereo? Yeah. I'm sick of the stereo adjustments or... Anything interesting you, you request found? Request a topic. And, and request a topic or a movie review. Anything like we're gonna we're gonna get through a lot of the stuff on this podcast. So we, I'm excited. And, and we know there's only like a handful of people listening. I know. So if 
if you think you're one of like a million people listening, we're not Joe Rogan here. So no. it's like you will literally get right through. We will listen to it and we will probably acknowledge it. So you yeah, know, and don't so be shy. also if you want to, if you want us to bring that up on air, we will, or we don't have to. It's up to you. If so, you want to be a closet Cadillac, yeah, sort of it's fan, fine. That's totally fine. We won't, we won't blow your cover. No, we won't. So we respect your your um your privacy. We're not Google. Exactly. We respect your privacy. <laughs> Uh, wow. Okay, so time travel. So the first, the first part of this, I think, could be the rules, which is the most boring part, because that's what I, what, that's what I came up against okay, to start talk, in my research, the rules. Let's talk time travel rules in movies and time travel rules in real life. Okay. Okay. I agree. So uh, there's obviously no shortage of time travel movies. Yeah. Right? And every one of them has their own specific logic. But I, I don't know if I could name two movies that time travel works the same in. Yeah. I mean, the first couple that pop into my mind are Back to the Future, right? Yes, yes. Now, this is your classic, what do they call it? The grandpa paradox, where if you go back in time and kill your grandpa, then you're killing yourself. So how do you go back in time to do it, right? But it, the way they handle it there, the whole thing with Marty, every time he, his barometer for how much he's changed the past is that fig, the picture, right? It gets blurrier yeah. or it gets more steady, right? That's the logic of that one. Or I think of Blooper. Where the way they address oh, it, great movie. Is just don't worry about it. Yeah, Which I think is a certain amount of genius of hey, this movie isn't about how time travel works. This movie's about what happens when you use time travel for for criminal purposes. Which yeah. I think is great. I love when they kind of in movies where they they kind of they jump past the this is how it happened and just a, it's mundane now. Like like Mars AD, where it's just like yeah, time travel or not or. Faster light speed travel works, and now it's just like as exciting as a taxi ride. Exactly, and they yeah. When you go beyond the the rules and you just accept the premise, that's when it gets interesting. There's a name for that. It's called the suspension of disbelief. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, that, Where you just exact, go, yeah. I don't, I don't need it to make sense. <laughs> I kind of like wish the, I could just do that with my whole life, of like, <laughs> because I, I give myself so much trouble trying to make things make sense. That I know, I me too. Yeah, the movie version of time travel is so fun and so appealing. That's why, that's probably why we're doing this subject in the first place, to be honest. But What time travel movies do you think of when you think of... Well, the ones that I was refreshed to find out about again that I watched were, that was that movie Primer? Have you seen that? That was the low-budget one. Yeah. Where they're hiding time machines inside, inside time machines, and they're like bringing... But one of the, one of the rules you come up and meet in time travel movies is the fact that some of the movies is that you can't go back in time before the time machine was created. That's what Looper, I mean, excuse me, Primer was, uh, that's how that movie, that was one of the premises. So that, that's based on some very real logic then, because that's when people, when actual scientists talk about how it would actually work, they're usually in agreement of, it's not like a tape you can just fast forward and rewind. You can only go back. It's like an anchor in time, right? From the time that it's on, turned on, you're basically traveling forward through time and then just jumping back to when yeah. the machine. So you can't jump back to before the machine is. So yeah. that's, that's a pretty sound real-life rule. It's a real-life rule that Primer did, but Back to the Future violated because they went yeah. back into the world. They, they, they can just travel willy-nilly. Wherever they They could have went back to dinosaur times. <laughs> yeah. They could have went forward to into the world. Right. And that's, you know, part of why I like Back to the Future. Um, so were we still on movie? Yeah. Okay, so another 
time travel movie, not, maybe not inherently time travel, but affected by time would be like Interstellar. They talk about oh, yeah. some real world effects of how the perception of time works as far as, you know, they got the one guy up in the spaceship and, you know, if I go down next to this black hole, you know, like that's, it's funny because a lot of people, anytime someone tells me they don't like Interstellar, I'm like, do you understand what's happening in the movie? Because know, there's a difference between I don't like it and I don't understand it. Because if you yeah. understood it, I feel like you'd really like it. And I'm a science geek, so I watch it and go, wow, somebody did their research. <laughs> yeah. This is fantastic. I, yeah, I do run across those people who don't like the movie, and I'm like, I don't want to say that I don't like them. But, <laughs> but you will stop being someone's friend. <laughs> I will. The relationship's over. Um, I loved Interstellar so much, but I was, I was rooted to my seat the entire time. Watching the movie, which doesn't really happen a lot. I can't believe how much I loved Matthew McConaughey. Oh, McCon was... As an astronaut. I know. I didn't think I'd buy it, but I bought right in. But it was... I mean, I would say when we look back at his career, that's going to be his his high point. You think so? I think that's what... If people are... He was in a lot of... He's been in a lot of crap movies. <laughs> you know? He got the whole period of time with rom-coms. Like, no one's going to be talking about the rom-coms. He did a couple, you know, he did like the salty roles, like the, the cat, what was it, the Lincoln Lawyer and oh, Bud yeah, and all these ones, which I didn't even bother to watch because, I mean, I'm not yeah. like inherently a huge Matthew McConaughey fan or anything, but that's what I, why I was surprised of like, wow, he actually... Uh, I totally agree with also, you. Also, one of the best parts of that movie is where, where, they, where they're teaching the kids in school and they're like, listen, everybody knows we faked the moon landing just to piss off the Russians. That was a good part. There was a lot of outstanding performances. McConaughey, Jessica Chastain, I believe, is in that movie, and she did great. Uh, the older gentleman, I forgot his name now, but he's famous also. He did great. Like, Affleck did great. Casey Affleck. Yeah. They all did, like, so fantastic. Now we're just talking about movies. Oh, but man, um, get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need to do a film review. <laughs> but the Obviously, logic of it. Yeah. They, they have very, very sound principle. Any other time travel movies you can think of? There was a couple real weird ones. Uh, there was one with... I don't even know who was in the movie now, but it was based on Jules Verne's Time Machine, and so he goes... Oh, it's just called The Time Machine. It has Pierce... Uh, I forgot who was the, in it. The guy, the poor man's version of Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, some guy like that was in it, and then they go so far forward it's in history. It's the guy from Prometheus who plays uh, the, the guy who owns the big corporation. Oh, guy, really? Guy Pierce. Oh, it was him! Yeah, yeah. Guy Pierce. So that movie happened, and that was... I would classify when I was young, because that, that was when we were like, what, 12, 13, yeah. that was probably popular? Yeah, mm, it but was, it was good. It was good, it was just, it, it kind of struck me at a weird time and, a, and at a weird angle because it goes so far forward in time that now there's just vampire people on Earth, and it's just like... The Morlocks. The Morlocks, and I'm like, I'm usually down with like a Morlock story, like, I like that idea, but this time... That society's completely come undone and rebuilt, and it's just completely uh, so far from normal or yeah. comfortable or anything and so i mean other time travel that was okay then the time other time travel movies like i mean i guess that's probably one of the first time travel stories though the conceptualization yeah. no of you're Jules right Verne and was, i was gonna yeah i mean thinking about going through time it's true and i mean there was the maybe you've seen the adam project i yeah. haven't seen it yet okay. i was, I was gonna, trying to determine whether i can watch it with the kid or not yeah i know i think i think she might be a little young for it still because it's just uh she that's fine. Yeah, don't then go watch. But I it. definitely want to watch it. Miranda yeah. thought it looked pretty good. So. It's like I said, it's innocent and it's fun. So that's cool. All right, let's talk a little bit now about uh, real world. Real world. Real uh, world rules. Rules of time travel. So the whole idea. I love this 
whole concept of there being rules to time travel because it's not a real thing as of yet that we know about that you can move backwards in time. That's more specifically what I'm talking about because the research led me to the fact that, and there's an interesting fact that I'll bring up in a minute, but it's more about exiting this time and going backwards in time that's difficult. But okay, but I'm, I'm actually jumping ahead of my, my own self. So the first rule that I found. First rule of time travel. First rule of time travel, real world, is that there can't be a paradox. You can't kill your grandpa. You can't kill your grandpa, but it kind of goes even beyond that. Like, I was thinking about how to explain this. I'm like, okay, this is easy. A door can't be closed and open. Oh, sure can. But that's the thing. That's quantum mechanics. <laughs> All possibility. It's the whole Schrodinger's cat scenario. The cat is in the box, Shorter and the cat is both dead and alive until you observe the cat, and that symbolize, and that's the metaphor for quantum mechanics of superposition of its all possibilities until you observe it. I know, and the the reason I, the whole article that I got that from, the guy had, takes sort of a, a, you could say a negative angle, because in other articles I read, paradoxes can kind of exist. Sometimes. It's like, it's so weird the way you can take this information. Like, yes, I know that I, I can't go back so, and kill myself in, in time and then be alive in a future because time you wouldn't have, if you did it then you just you, you created a a, a, a paradox so so as far as rules of time travel you got i think of like you know the grandfather paradox you know going back in time killing your own grandfather why could you do that you know but the the other one would be um is time travel if you think of it as time is a river you know time flow the flow of time we've yeah. all heard that metaphor right so if time travel would is real is when you travel through time, are you throwing a rock in a river and time will find its way around it so that the conclusion of whatever, you know, oh, you know, everyone thinks, I'm going to go back in time and kill Hitler. Great. Goring steps up and does the exact same thing. We have the exact same outcome because time can't be broken. The outcome has to be the same. So one way or another, and this is your classic, uh, it's like, uh, what is that one where the, the everybody is, uh, final destination, where it's like they oh, can't yeah. escape their death, yeah. right? So even if you... Escape it. It somehow is going to come back around, right? Yeah. Or so time is a river, and a rock. You throw a rock in, and the river throw it, finds its way around. Or is time a river, and that every time you time travel, you cause another branch in the river until you have yeah tributaries going off and all different things, and you create a parallel timeline. Right, and that's the thing we don't understand. And yet. that's and that's what we yeah that's where the the rules break down and then, yeah, and, and then you have the the whole, if you had the machine, could you go back before it? You know, so most people yeah. would say, you know, most scientists would say no, but then you have what I, I, I think of sometimes I think of like poor man's time travel, which essentially would be like carbon freezing, right? Like, or not carbon freezing, that's Star Wars, uh, uh, <laughs> cryogenic freezing, where it's just like, let's say they figured out a way to freeze someone and just revive them, not even, because most of the time it's like you freeze them because they're dying of something anyways, and it's, mm -hmm. oh, we're going to put them on ice till we can figure out how to... Let's say you took an otherwise healthy person, which again, I think this is, this is something that is very much scientifically sound as far as, like, they've been trying to figure this out for the longest time for the purpose of time travel, or not time travel, space travel, right? Hibernation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do we put them in, you know, and that's a very uh, uh, time-tested sci-fi trope as well, like... Everybody gets in the cryo chamber. Get in the jar, yeah. Yeah, they go over, they get in the spaceship for a while, then they get back out because who the heck wants to sit, they want to sit on a ship for six months, right? 
Well, yeah. if you did that for long enough, you'd end up with the uh, with the Futurama scenario of like to the, you wake up in the future. You wake up in the future. Now you can't go back, but essentially you've you leapfrogged have. through time. Yeah, you have. It's a one way trip, but if you're some dude that didn't care or gal is like, yeah, I want to see what I want to see what the future looks like, and I will sacrifice everything now to get there. Great. It is possible by the laws that we know now. That's that's possible. what I'm saying. That's that's not, that's for that's more perception of time than yeah. You're not you're not breaking the laws of. But it, it, it kind of is all perception. I don't want to get too far off base because we're still talking about the rules, but man, I find some really interesting stuff about like real-world time travel. Well, I, I, I saw a very cool... Well, this is what I was telling you before the podcast starts. Of trying to understand four-dimensional time, right? Which sounds kind of, kind of weird, right? But we live in a three-dimensional world, right? This would be like... If, if, a, if a comic book character was alive in the sense of like in the actual comic, right? They're on a piece of paper. They're two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't understand how a two-dimensional world works, yeah. right? Just like as three-dimensional beings, we can't imagine what a four-dimensional world would look like. I, I was exactly. listening to this other podcast about physics, and, and they actually explained it in a way where all of a sudden it clicked and I understood it. So imagine, you know, if you're, if you're going through the possible lines of perception, you got a dot. That's one dimension. Then you have a line, that's a two dimension. Two. Then you have you add depth and width, then you got three dimension, and that's the world that we live in. Now, because a lot of times people think of like, you know, whether it's UFOs or whatever, like maybe they're coming from another dimension. What would that other dimension look like? It what, would just be sideways. Well, so if you imagine the fourth dimension, or if you imagine three dimensions as like, imagine a Rubik's Cube, right? Height, depth, width, and you can turn it and see it and all that. If you were a four dimensional being, what you would see wouldn't be just that one. That would one Rubik's cube would be one moment in time. Oh. Every then imagine a line of a thousand Rubik's cubes, and every one of them is a moment in time. And because you the wow. fourth dimension is time, you're experiencing it from outside, outside of the timeline, right? Time, so yeah. you would be able to move through time, wow. forwards or backwards in any direction, because it's not it, it just like we can move forward and backwards through space. You would be moving forward and backwards through time. And that, that's kind of what they get into wow. in an Interstellar. Remember when he's in between dimensions? And he said, this is a construct made by a fourth dimensional being so I can experience four dimensional time. When they said that, when they explained that, and when they showed that, I didn't understand that. But no, now that you say that, that makes a lot of that's sense. That's what they're saying. We're going to put you in one of these timelines. And that's where I've been thinking like... And that was the the weird, super weird thought I got into while I, while I was trying to imagine this and think it through of like, I don't know, remember on the last podcast where I was talking about how there's no future and there's no past? There's yeah. only... We only ever have this moment right, right now. Right. So imagine we're just one of those cubes. Yeah. We never move to the next one or the previous one because those are another time. Those are That you times. only ever have. This time yeah. is... All those other times are moving through time at the same speed forwards or backwards. Yeah. And so we never intersect with them, but they all exist simultaneously. And that's where the whole that's how four dimensional time works. I'm tripping out. I know. I'm it hurts your out, I literally dude. feel wrinkles in my brain twisting to try and But that's it how it should feel because we're 3D. Yeah. It's very difficult to conceptualize. It's not impossible. I it's mean, not impossible. I feel, and I, I think like, that gives us a lot of power. Like that shows that our brains are very powerful, sorry. But anyway, right. yeah, uh, I, I dig all that. I, I think I spent so many days in junior high talking to my friend who was way smarter than me about 
about this very stuff. And he would explain this stuff to me. And at the time, I didn't understand any of it. I just thought it was cool. And, like, he designed robots and stuff. But he, he had a grasp of, like... He was a savant. He was almost... I, I think he was. He's a very intelligent person. Anyway, going back to the rules of time travel. Like, the, the, one of the other rules that I found was... And I don't want to cut that conversation off. Like, we can keep talking about I mean, that. I could talk for five hours about that. <laughs> neither of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> I know, it does get to that point with the conversation where you're like, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I enjoy it. But anyway, back to the rules of time travel. One of the rules, the other rules I came across might be that you can't just disappear from this time and go back in time. Like you were saying, like we only ever exist in this moment. There is no, there is no past for us You anymore. know what that made me think of is another movie. Time, remember Time Cop? Hang on, hang on. Because <laughs> no, Sorry. it goes with what you're saying. That's the whole thing is he interacted with the different time. He went oh, into, did he? he went, I, I don't, I that was the rule ever. of that movie was if you went back and interacted with yourself, two beings can't occupy the same space. So like if they touched each other, they would, under, like the universe would break and they would just disintegrate. Yeah. I mean, actually, I was thinking Samurai Cop when you said Time Cop, but, um... <laughs> but either way, yeah. Uh, no, I, I... That probably would happen, but... So, you can't just disappear from this timeline, like, in a machine, or, like, in a poof, in a cloud, and then go to another time. You have to... Like, you have to go somewhere in a ship, like a... Like, movement. Like... Like, you travel forward in time when you approach the speed of light. You are time-traveling... But you are not disappearing from this existence in a way. That's one of the rules so that think, I... So think of it like this. Because I, I, I came across this little thought. Of a, one scientist saying this is how time travel works. And the other scientist just kind of poo-poo's the whole thing. It's right? true. I found that too. And this is, But I thought he made a very valid point. He's like, so you're thinking of, hey, I got this time machine. And I go back in time. Okay. You're thinking too small. If you go back in time, let's say I wanted to see... I wanted to see what I was doing when I was a baby. I want to see what, or, you know, I, I want to see what it was like in Jesus' time. I want to see what it was like in dinosaur time. Whatever time you want, right? Yeah. You're just imagining that somehow you're, you're poofing out, like in the movie Time Machine, where it's like you go back in time to that period of time. But the, the physical logistics of it would be the Earth is moving, right? The, mm -hmm. Earth, the Earth is rotating. The Earth is moving around the galaxy. The galaxy is moving around. That if you were somehow went back to that, you would be in dead space, yep. and the Earth would be in a completely different spot, yeah. and you would just be like, "Crap!" It's a big problem. It's a big problem. It is so a problem. You you have to because again, if you were had the ability to go backwards in time, it's not just a physical location. You know, like you would have to have the, yes. the math involved of figuring out where the actual Earth would be so that you landed in the right spot. And I think what, that's yeah. a very big problem to solve if you were going to figure it out. I think you are completely right on that. Uh, that would be terrifying to, to be like, oh, I invented time travel. Boom, you go back and you're in space. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh, dang it. Oh, crap. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you're, you, the galaxy has rotated, you know, a million light years away as it's moving. Because, yeah, and that, again, that's the perception of speed. Because, like, if you ever heard, like, again, I don't even want to even say this out loud. But, okay. like, if you ever talked to a flat earther... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I've literally heard another adult person wow. tell me, like, you expect me to believe we're in a ball spinning at like 5,000 miles an hour? We would just fly off. And oh, you're, no. You're dumb for not understanding. I'm like, what? You ever been in a car? 
You ever been on a plane? You ever been on a plane and stood up to go walk to the bathroom? You realize you're you're traveling not the the speed you're walking. You're traveling at six hundred miles an hour plus the speed of your walking. Yeah. Right. You ever been in a plane and like threw a ball in the air? That ball is also traveling at six hundred miles. An hour. This is the exact same principle that allows you to stand on a the Earth that's traveling at five thousand miles an hour through space, which is all on a galaxy called yeah. the, or the Milky Way galaxy that's traveling at a hundred billion light years of speed. You know, again, yeah. you can extrapolate that out as far as you want of the sense of movement. Yeah. No, they, I mean... Sorry, I get they, really worked up when I talk about flat earth because there's <laughs> so much science that they want to just throw in the garbage. It's like that thing, like, they don't want to believe it, so whatever. Um, they don't want to believe you're, we're on a globe. But, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, so there's one of these other... Do you want to pause here? Yeah, let's pause. Honestly, I'm getting, I'm getting flustered. I'm getting frazzled a little bit because I'm getting so into this. And we're going to do a pause. Okay, pause. pause. Uh... So the next rule that I came across was, and even though I don't like this, that it, this is a rule, I kind of do agree with this. It says, if something happened, it happened. Um, I know it sounds really simple, but if... If time travel exists, even in the future, and someone does, can go back in the past, it's sort of, it's sort of like we live right now, I'm not trying to explain this correctly, it's kind of like the entire world would be gone and messed up and destroyed if someone could invent time travel. Like, the things that we know that have happened in our own personal lives, so you grew up here, you lived here, you did this, you were friends with this person, they've already happened. Like, it's almost like the past doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... Like, the past is unchangeable, basically. I mean, you can explain it in a few different ways, but does that make any sense? Well, what, what would happen if you traveled back in time, then, and changed something? Well, here's the thing, right, too. No, I understand. Let's say... Let, let's say time travel is possible, but it would, it would only be very... I mean, like, everybody's not going back in time, right? This isn't right. a weekend trip that you, you, you book on Uber time travel edition. Uh, so it may be only be, like, one or two people going back in time to do something, right? This is a quantum leap. We'll call this the quantum leap scenario, right? Yeah. So the quantum leap scenario, you got just, like, it's a military, right? You know, you got... A one-time machine, you're going back one person mm -hmm. to fix a very specific thing. So... 90% of the 99% of the world is going to be unaffected by it, right? This is your let's just kill Hitler scenario where mm -hmm. it's like let's just go back and fix the real real bad stuff. Yeah. But then it's like, well, if we, if someone went and did that, that undoes a lot of different things, you mm -hmm. know, like that's you probably wouldn't want to go and fix a big event like that. You'd have to fix maybe small things, but then why bother going back with small things? I mean, sure. I think it would be far more practical that time travel would exist for either for just for observation as far as like we want to see what happens in the future so we can prepare for it like oh mm -hmm. well, is russia gonna nuke us you know let's go check you know like a window in time kind of thing or uh go back to confirm something right like yeah. how did easter those guys get to easter island back and you know like yeah. but not so much to go back and change events but to observe them i think that would be a much more that's a great point or useful version of time travel. I do, I do think so as well. I think so as well. Because 
no one says you have to do time travel and then go actually do something. Yeah. You can just go walk around, I suppose. So, so what, what time would you go back to? Let's oh, I know. Okay, okay, we're getting... Okay, that's all right. Okay, this is the good part. Um, I was going to ask you the same thing. What, what, what time would I go back to? What You can go to any time. The universe is your plaything. What? Where would you go? I should have thought of this. I would go... Would you go backwards? I, would you go backwards or forwards? I'd go Let's backwards. You go backwards. Okay. I, I'd go to the beginning. Beginning of man. The beginning, beginning of, Earth. of the Earth. The beginning of Earth. Oh, that's man, where I'd deep go. time. Yeah. Basically, there's no time because no one's keeping track of time. Time's a human construct. Exactly. Like that, it might as well. It, it doesn't matter if it's a million years. It doesn't matter if it's a, it takes a billion years for the Earth to form. It doesn't matter because if you go back, like. In, like, if you're just standing on a molten lava earth, like, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Just be yeah, like, I can see that. I can see that's that. That's where I'm going to live. I would like, like to see. Four billion years. I would like, and, and again, I don't even know what point in time. This would be more like a God's eye view of you're just like yeah. floating outside of earth. They're like, I want to see how the moon formed. Yeah, that would right? be really like, cool. Was it an impact that, you know, did a thing or did it, was it something that floated in and got captured? Did Which we it, learned we, it probably wasn't an impact that float. We know, we don't. We, we don't know. We don't know. You know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I want to go back and check it out. So moon. I would like to go back to Bible times. Yeah. I think that would be a good one. And find out uh, what... Uh, here's the thing. We <laughs> History's written by a certain group of people. And most of the pictures I see, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of white people in Bible times. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think there was that many white people no. in the Middle East back then. I, just I don't like think to, so either. I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, that would be interesting to see the early Roman Empire. Um, yeah. That would be fascinating because of a lot of things. It would be fascinating to see times in prehistory, like before the written word, like what was like going Stonehenge. on. Like Stonehenge. Go see what, what the heck why were they, they doing. Like Stonehenge, why they make Beglia Tepe. Yep. Which, that'd be you know, good. That'd be good. Any number of things. Like, it's, like that's why it's, it can be so crazy thinking about this stuff because you could just... Well, that's why I like it, I suppose, but... Um, there was another question I had for you, actually. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Oh, okay. This is... I thought of this. I'm kind of proud of this. Okay, so... If you saw your aged self when you were a kid, do you think you'd recognize your own self? Like, okay, so go back when you were five. Do you think if an 85-year-old... At five? Definitely not. No. If, I would think more like... Like, like young teen. Like if... A 13-year-old me met 75-year-old. 85-75-year-old yeah. Zach. Do you think you would recognize yourself? No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. I think I mean, most people say, yeah, I'd recognize myself, but I don't think they would. I know no, I wouldn't. No. I mean, one, you wouldn't look anything. You wouldn't look the same. You know, I often look You wouldn't at, act the same. Either. I look in the mirror and I think, gosh, I look just like my dad. I don't... I, I mean, like, I already <laughs> feel disconnected from my own reality. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't think... I don't think most people would if they were being honest with themselves. I think if they were honest, I think you're right. Um, but do you think, okay. What if they introduced themselves? That's the thing. Yeah. What do you think your future self, what do you think your future self would say to a younger version of yourself? And I know that's really hard because it's conjecture on conjecture, but. I mean, I think it's a pretty canned response to be honest because i mean i I feel like and if there's no consequences even even if you oh if there's no consequences buy bitcoin (laughs) 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 if if, if i had like 30 seconds to go back in time listen buy bitcoin no i gotta go (laughs) i'm getting sucked back 
Either that or I would say to myself, yeah, buy Apple. <laughs> you know those clunky machines you see in your... Um, Computers are going to be a big thing. Yeah, they're going to be bigger than you think. Yeah. So do that. But I mean, dollar for dollar, I mean, Apple stock is worth a lot. But if you, if you had $1,000 and you bought Apple versus... Bitcoin's $49,000 per coin right now. You could Bitcoin was a penny 20 years ago. A penny. Are you serious? Yes. It was, I mean, it was, it started at zero, this right? This thing's taking off then, huh? Oh, it's been taking, it's on a, been on a steady climb for about the last 10 years. It went from, I mean, I remember when a guy I worked with was just freaking out because it went up to 19,000. But again, th imagine if all of a sudden one US dollar, you could go to, you know, right now everybody's like, oh yeah, the exchange rate, right? You go, you take your one US dollar and mm -hmm. you go to Mexico and you get 10 pesos, right? Well, if Bitcoin was a country somewhere, they would be able to take one of their dollars and come to America and get $50,000. That's the exchange rate. That's why I'm like, I should have done that. Yeah, well, it's not too late. I mean, there's a million different kinds of coins. I mean, I'm not gonna give investment advice right now, but- Right, uh, that's so you know, funny. There's, a, there's still, it's still like, we're still, like if you were looking on the big scale thing, we're still at the very beginning of cryptocurrency or any kind of digital currency and think of like, Right now, people are going, cryptocurrency is just a fad or it's a silly thing, right? That's like going back to the 80s and going, computers are just like, why would you want to spend all your time sitting in front of a screen? Really? Right? Okay. Like, this is what, you're fighting against the tide. Some, yeah. I mean, we're already, I mean, 99% of the time, we're using digital currency at all already, right? I know, I know. It's all ones and zeros on our cards. You're using your card to pay for your gas, groceries, whatever. Very seldomly is it cash in hand. And what do you do when you do have cash in hand? You go straight to the bank in exchange for digital currency. I know. I don't think I most people understand we're already I using know. digital You're currency. Right. You're right. You're right. It just feels wrong. Yeah. Well, the, the only difference is the reason why most people poo-poo cryptocurrency is because it's unlike putting and going and investing your money in a bank, there's no centralized bank that controls anything, right? And that's why it varies so much. Whatever, this is a whole different topic. It's a whole different topic. Anyway, go but back that's, to, If you're listening, Zach, from 20 years ago, somehow, <laughs> Oh, that's another one. Another, as far as movie world to jump back on, a frequency. Where it was I just love a, frequency. Where it was just a radio wave that went back. Great because idea. Of like, again, that's a, that's a very, another, like. Was he speaking to himself in the, yeah. in the past? Or he was like speaking to a great grandfather. Like yeah, it was something in the, his family line. Yes, back. that was a great movie. I remember that one. That was uh, fantastic. I liked, in a way, um, Contact is a time travel movie. I know it's space travel, but it's also sort of time travel because she's talking, in a way, she's talking to her father, who's not really, spoiler alert, not really her father. What? Um, no, but yeah, she's not speaking to her father, she's speaking to a memory of her father, really, but it's a sort, sort of an alien, too. Yeah. I don't know, I thought that was a very interesting idea. I loved that movie. Since I watched that movie out. a few times. I love, I love the reveal when the when they sabotage the first one and they yes, blow it up that's and the fantastic. guy goes well why build one when you can build two like <laughs> that, then, yeah. i feel like that was another one of those moments where young me was like it, that got the ball rolling on the conspiracy the interesting conspiracies yeah of like oh there's other countries doing other things yeah like, oh cool yeah. okay yeah and then they explained it in the movie contact like she never the time that, like, you guys have all seen the movie, gang, listening, but, obviously, but she drops into the center of the glowy thing, right? But she, it, in this time, say this general time that we're experiencing on Earth, there was no time that elapsed. 
But yeah, because they all thought it didn't work because she passed right she passed through. Right through, and instantly. she was trying to tell them, no, it worked. It worked, and she was she was she traveled to a different planet, and it. But yeah. the recording like blacked out, but it was for over an hour or something. Yeah, they're like, but there's like thirteen hours of stats. Thirteen, yeah, something, and I was like, yes. And it was, it was like, but again, they couldn't even just like that's. A, I feel like that's exactly how it could be. Like there'd be all this like we're trying to like conceptualize this very big thing and all of a sudden we're going to also just be like, oh, it doesn't work because we don't understand it. Or yeah. we didn't have the right measurements to measure it, so it must not have happened. Exactly, you know? and people, people do that all the time now. And right. at least they're, they're always going to keep doing that. But anyway, man, wow, that was wild. Um, right. Let's take another little short break. Yeah, yeah let's do a short break, yeah. And we're back. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around if you're listening. We really do appreciate it. I wanted to just... Because we're in a good... Whatever we are, we're in. it's good. And so I'm just going to say this. Um, like, the person who wrote this thing that I'm reading really didn't like Back to the Future. And I'm like, what's their problem? More like... Were they communists? Is that what we're trying to say? <laughs> I think they were. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway... The, whoever wrote this article, they said, there is no meta time. That's one of the rules. As in, Marty McFly can't go back in time. Okay, I'm just going to read it. When Marty McFly changes the past, the future instantaneously, quote-unquote, changes. What the heck is that? Time measures the temporal interval between different events in space-time and can be quantified by clocks. There is no set of clocks outside the universe with respect to which you can go muck around in the past and have effects propagate into the future at the same time. Likewise, your brain is not going to change to remember things differently, nor will any other record-keeping device such as diaries or photographs or embarrassing tapes change. You know, I mean, I whatever. I would think that it would change for everybody but the time traveler. Like, if, yeah. you, went, like if you went back in time and... Unkilled Hitler, or killed he him. Killed, killed Hitler. Or? Kill, well, I mean, he died at the end. He did die. Well, allegedly, that's a whole other topic. Okay, <laughs> but let's say he went back and killed Hitler when he was a baby. Right, okay? right. But then you come forward in time and you say, "I did this great thing." And everybody's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, who's Hitler? Right. That's what would happen. That's what would happen. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah. There was this guy called Hitler, and blah blah blah. Yeah, but I, I. Prevented everything, and then everyone would go. They're all sure you did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I sort of don't even like talking about the rules of time travel because a, the people who write these rules don't know that these are rules. Like you can't just, you can't invent rules for a subject that you don't know that it does or does not exist. Like I understand what they're saying. Like there can't be paradoxes. You can't change time in the past and have it propagate instantly into the future at the same time. I understand well, that. I mean, it's right there with like someone who says they're a Bigfoot expert. How are you an expert? You've never seen a Bigfoot, That's true. right? It's yeah. the same thing with time travel. It's like you can math it all day long. You can science it all you want. But until somebody experiences it, you're not going to be able to say with 100% certainty. Yeah. Well, you can't, it's not, you can't do that. Yeah. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. We won't know until someone yeah, we won't jumps know. off. And... That sort of brings us to wormholes. Yeah, wormholes. We haven't even talked about black holes because, in a way, it doesn't matter because 
for the from the ways that we understand nature and the laws of physics and nature right now, we can't ever approach physically approach a black hole. So it really doesn't matter. Well, there's the thought that you know because every action has an opposite and equal reaction that somewhere there must be white holes to balance the universe from these really? black holes. Yeah, they're meant to. They're scientists hype hypothesize that somewhere in the universe there's a that basically black holes are the entrance and white holes would be where everything get, gets sucked in gets spit out really i haven't heard of that yeah uh but again uh no one's ever been through a black hole so right all we know is that it that science breaks down right we know exactly what it is it's a it's it's a, a super dense amount of mass and stuff but at the same time how is it how how is the singularity happening? That you, I mean, it's literally, it's literally, the what do you call it? It's the it's the physical embodiment of the of the breakdown of science. Like it stops making sense, and that's why we can't know what's going on, and we can't know what is inside of a black. We can hy- hypothesize all we want, but literally, it's like you run the numbers, and then they get to zero, and it shouldn't be there, but it is because they can see them. Yeah, I've always. And black holes have always impressed me very much. Ever since I was a kid, I was like, black holes, really? Like, that's... It seems that, like a science fiction movie. It does. A monster. They are out there, and they do exist. And as far as it relates to time travel, like you were saying, we don't know. But some scientists hypothesize that because of the breakdown of the rules that we are aware of, that somehow time breaks down there too. Well, it would make sense. It, do, it would sort of make sense. Because, yeah, one, since space and time are tied together, yeah. and we know that matter breaks down and gets very strange, True. that why wouldn't... And again, that's the whole thing with like Interstellar where they're talking about, we know that time is affected by gravity. The closer you approach the speed of light, the slower you perceive the time, and it seems like everything is stopped, even though it's all still... Moving and again, it's the the limits of what the human mind can perceive. Yeah. If an AI was traveling through time, what would they experience? Right? They're not limited in the same way as a human being would be mm, with our true. biological computers. What would yeah. a, a quantum computer traveling through a black hole? Because I mean, that's that's a good point. I watched a really interesting show where they explained how they that a black hole the on the event horizon is very much like the surface of a lake. So imagine you throw a rock in a lake with mm-hmm. enough measurements, you could track the ripples backwards to see where they propagated from, how big the rock that went in was. Mm-hmm. You could get some information, right? You couldn't tell the color of the rock. You couldn't tell what was inside of the rock, but you could tell when that rock hit and stuff like that. They can do the exact same thing with the surface of a black hole now. They can, they've, really? they've scienced it to figure out what these, you know, they can see these ripples, so they can tell how much mass it started, basically run the clock backwards of how many things it sucked in, what it did, when it, where it, which is just like the deepest math you can possibly imagine. This is one of those kind of equations that took 100 scientists 30 years to, to work the math Was out. it something with the letter R? Uh, no, but it was the last thing Stephen Hawking was working on. So oh, you're thinking it? of the documentary where he's in it and he dies. That's the one I'm thinking of. I can't remember what it's called. But that might be what I'm thinking of. I'm not sure. I can't quite remember. But okay, so they're mapping it, black holes now and they're getting something off of them. That's yeah, cool. It, it was just really interesting how they described the surface of it. Of, and it just blows my mind that you know black holes are barely something we can even 
point at on a map, right? Like they're so very much the edge of science. And already we're going, well, let's let's figure out more about it. And they're just like, and again, it's all with math. You know, it's, it's, it's just yeah, the it's, math is the universal language. It's beautiful. Yeah. And one day, I know this is going, you could say far into the future, but one day, maybe, people will look back and say, oh yeah, we didn't understand anything about black holes. That was silly back then because now they're the door that we go through yeah. and everything's fine. And we go up to other parts of the galaxy. That's the future I'm waiting for. Well, the whole thing with wormholes is, so wormholes naturally exist. They're just extremely small, right? So if you imagine a, a, an atom mm-hmm. as a ball, because, you know, everything, the, the natural shape of things is round, right? Like, that's why planets are round. Gra- anything that's affected by gravity in, in a vacuum ends up as round. You know, that's homeostasis, if you will. That's yeah. what, where it wants to be. So atoms, if you were to look at them very small, are like round, right? So if you got a ball here, a ball here, a ball here, a ball here, the space in between those balls, every once in a while lines up. And sometimes it could be a micron or it could be a light year that that lines up of distance. And that's a wormhole, naturally occurring. They're constantly popping in and out of existence. Yeah. But the problem is, what you would need to do is you'd have to make a machine that would somehow capture the opening of that wormhole and hold it open and then stretch it so that someone could walk through it. But you'd be walking through, and again, this is where you get into, Einstein says it's possible, right? Einstein math equations say the universe will allow this to happen. Mathematically, we can prove that it's possible. Yeah. Now, you would have to harness the power of an entire sun in order to have enough to bend space and time to your will so that you can walk through a portal and that's if you could even figure out how to do it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just mathematically, these wormholes exist. You could hypothetically somehow grab the opening of one with, you know, because it would be like with magnetic fields, right? Like, it's all, it's all strong and weak nuclear force magnetic energy and stuff of like, whole, basically somehow prying space. Space-time open. open. Yeah. That's fascinating. But and then, it exists naturally. So you could manipulate it. Yeah. And, and then think, what's, then I think about, okay, so say someone does it one day. What's in the wormhole? What are you going through? That's you've never seen Stargate? <laughs> That's it. There's yeah. water that shoots out and it goes back, back into a flat plane. No, but then like you're looking around in the wormhole. Like, what do you see? Have you seen, uh, as far as visuals, have you seen uh, Loki? On a... I have not. So there's an episode, spoiler alerts everyone, where he goes beyond the edge of the universe, mm-hmm. beyond, basically he meets like the gatekeeper of the universe, you know, just like another one of these crazy stories, comic book stories, right? Yeah. And he's the guy that controls everything. And he started off as a scientist on earth and he accidentally like opened the multiverse, right? And he found basically a million versions of himself through all the, this is like four dimensional space, right? Yeah. He found all the other versions of himself in all the other times. And he, so it's kind of like a Highlander thing. He realized that, like, they at first they all tried to work together. They're like, oh man, we figured this out. And they all figured it out simultaneously. And so wow. then they're like, well, we're already so smart that we're doing this amazing thing. What if we all work together on something? And then, but they're all individuals. So all of a sudden it turned into one was quietly trying to make companion, you know, was trying to get uh, a gang together. A gang together. Another one was like good, one was bad. And then all of a sudden it was a war between all of these other versions of himself. And basically the one that survived to the end 
was the That's most powerful. Crazy. But in 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 all of this, basically, the visual of where they show him at at the edge of the universe, manipulating time. Like if you were to watch it, it it's probably like again, it's extremely abstract. But like the visual of what how. Whoever they got at Disney's doing a great job. Uh, <laughs> whoever whoever did it, like that's amazing. Because like in, in Loki, the whole thing is is uh, he violates like the space law, like the oh, right. the Bureau space of time. what is it? It's um, I forgot what the Bureau of something time. They're basically time police, right? And so yes, and they they talk a lot about four dimensional time in that. You should watch that. Like, I'll, you I'll would, check it out. You, you would you would love it. Uh, and you know what? That's. Some people get down on, like, movies, like, oh, that could never exist. And I'm just like, on one hand, I want to agree with them. But on the whole other hand, I want to be like, no. Because movies open open your imagination into a place where maybe that stuff could exist, you know? The whole reason we have iPhones is because somebody back in the day was watching Star Trek. And yeah. And they go, yeah, we could make that. And then they grow <laughs> up. The science fiction of today becomes the science fact, fact of, of tomorrow, tomorrow yes, because it yes. guides our minds because the people who are creative in a literal in a literature based way are not the same people who are creative in an engineering way it's true right so if all of a sudden you got someone who's an engineer who has no imagination but could build you anything watches an episode of somebody who couldn't turn a screwdriver but can imagine an entire future of fantastical machines those two worlds intersect and you got someone going Oh, yeah, he had a thing, a triocorder. Okay, that's a cell phone. He had a way to communicate with the ship. Yeah, it's called a Bluetooth now. Like, yeah. all of those things exist now because okay. somebody built them, but they only built them because someone thought of them first. That's a great point, and I totally agree with you. And sometimes when I talk about this stuff with other people, they're like, yeah, but who cares? And I'm like, then I, guess I just get really despondent because then I'm like, oh, well, you should care. Everyone should care. <laughs> Everyone should care. Anyway. Yeah. No, that's, that's too crazy. But okay, so this is one of the interesting facts I found about time travel. Okay, so I'm just, this is an interesting thing found June 25th, 2021. A person named Andrew May wrote this article in How It Works magazine, whatever, citing my sources. Okay, one of the paragraphs in that article says, I'm like, okay, so time travel doesn't exist when I started researching. But then I read this paragraph and it was fascinating. Traveling at high speed isn't the only way to produce time dilation. When you travel near the speed of light, you, you travel with your own time at one second per second. But on Earth, say, there's decades that are passing. That is a relatively accepted fact in time travel. But, so speed produces some sort of time travel. You're traveling into the future. Okay, but the Earth also travels through space at a speed. So we're traveling through time, but the satellites above us are also traveling through time at a greater speed than we are. That's where I found what was, that was interesting. And this says, traveling at high speed isn't the only way to produce time dilation. Einstein showed that gravitational fields produce a similar effect. Even the relatively weak field here on the surface of the Earth, we don't notice it because we spend our lives here, but we're, we're speeding around at more than 12,400 miles per hour. Higher up, gravity is measurably weaker and time passes more quickly by about 45 microseconds per day. 
They have to adjust the satellites. You knew this? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's more significant than you might think because it's the altitude at which GPS satellites orbit Earth, and their clocks need to be precisely synchronized with ground-based ones for the system to work properly. Basically, the satellites are traveling through time faster than They're we are. They're experiencing time at a different rate. Which is just... And then they have to adjust the clocks. Like, it already exists. Yeah. It's just a matter... It's just degrees and factors of how, how much. It's true. And I, I was like, wow, that's fantastic. You know, it almost makes Superman 2 make sense. Because he <laughs> went to the sun, and, like, the sun would have dense gravity. That's right. And I then know. he comes back. I know. It's so crazy. Um, okay, next topic. Time travelers. Yeah, let's go. Let's go there. Let's talk about. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the most famous one. I think that. Uh, let's let's do time travel's next segment. Next segment. Next segment. Okay, so time travelers. Yes. Alleged time travelers. It's actually a a, a few along the way, and it's uh, been um, not I'd say super common that people. Because uh, usually it's online, right? So yeah. say, you know, I, this terrible thing is going to happen. I'm from the future, right? But every once in a while, someone gets something so right that people go back and go, well, there was that guy who mm -hmm. said the thing, right? So uh, one of the first people online to claim that they were a time traveler happened in 2000. His name was John Titter. I'll read what it says here about him. It says, between 2000 and 2001, an online bulletin board user self-identified as John Titter became popular as he claimed to be a time traveler from 2036 on a military mission, holding the many worlds interpretation as correct and consequently every time travel paradox as impossible. He stated that many events which occurred up to this time would indeed occur in this timeline. This is written really weird. These included a devastating civil war in the U.S. in the year 2008, Followed by a short nuclear war and then the start of World War III, which will kill 3 billion people. In the years following his last post and disappearance in 2001, the non-fulfillment of his specific predictions made his popularity decrease. Criticism has pointed <laughs> out, critics, criticism has pointed out flaws in Tedder's stories and investigations suggest his character may be a hoax. Really? And a creation of two siblings from Florida. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the story has been retold on numerous websites in a, in a book, in a, a Japanese anime, uh, and in uh, a theatrical play. He may also have been discussed occasionally on the radio show Coast to Coast AM, which mm, is a whole episode of We're a fan of that, yeah. Uh, in respect, the Titter story may be unique in terms of the broad appeal from original late uh, limited mediums and internet discussion boards. So basically, he appealed to some people. He got some people talking, and then the years actually happened. Oh wait, nothing happened, and he was like, "Oh okay." Well. Are you familiar with the TikTok time traveler? No. So there's a guy. Okay, again, let's let's pause real quick. We're pausing already. We're gonna pause. I'm gonna show it to you, and just say so for reference, and then we'll we'll jump back in real quick. Okay. Everybody? All right. So anyway, sorry for the sidetrack, but I, it wasn't worth me trying to explain that. No, you're so, right. Uh, we got the, some people in the early days of the internet saying that they were doing it. It still continues this day. We got the, the very up-to-date TikTok time traveler yeah. uh, that has some very convincing videos. If you haven't seen this, go to YouTube, type in TikTok time traveler. You'll probably get a lot of different people showing the montages of 
all the different videos. And basically, if you're not familiar, there's a guy on TikTok who wanders around uh, Valencia, Spain, in what appears to be an empty city in the middle of the day. And uh, people say, hey, go to, this, go to this bank or go to this football field or go to this school, go to this hospital. And he does. He goes there and there's nobody there. He walks around through places that are secure. He walks through the airport. I mean, when's the last time you imagine going to, you know, here, SeaTac? What time of day would you go there where you could walk around with nobody stopping you? You Never. wouldn't get past the, there's not a time of day. Also, so, if you went to the head of the airport, whoever that person is, and said, I want to film a stupid video, he'd be like, get out. Yeah, I, I'm doing a, I got a million followers on TikTok. Will you let me uh, walk on a plane? Yeah, and, and, not and gonna make, happen. And make sure nobody's, and could you clear out like a whole wing of the airport so it looks Not like even the most famous person in the world probably could do that. They might be able to, but this guy isn't that famous. Anyway. No, but they would. They could do it if they're shooting a movie, but it would cost right. millions of dollars. True, right? true. Any of these things are possible with yeah. enough money, but this guy's not making any money from it. It's like, you know, like even like we were talking about. And his claim, but before you say that, his claim is. So he's making these movies with these videos with nobody in the city. He's walking around the empty city, no one around, not even animals. His claim is that he's living in 2027. I'm still not clear whether he's saying, because they said all the calendars, like he shows like calendar, like paper calendars say 2021. Yes. All the paperwork, the food expiration date says 2021, but all the calendars or all the, uh, the computers, Alexa, say 2027. 2027. So it did get a bit fuzzy there. I yeah. didn't understand. I and he's leaving tokens around the city as in, as in to say like, but people are finding them now. Like he's trying to say. He's trying to say I'm there's like, like some kind of connection. Like some, go here. To yes. Some connection between 2027 and 2021 or 2022 now. In the, in the fact, maybe he can send, maybe there's a temporal connection is what that's he's. What, that's what they're trying. There's not one shot of him. <laughs> it's very simple, right? Here's what I There's not one shot of him going. Hey, so this is Bob, and I'm crazy confused, whatever. It's just him quietly walking around the city very spookily. Like, he's trying to create an atmosphere. He is. If you are legitimately alone and terrified, you're not going to go through all the trouble of trying to frame these things to look mysterious. You wouldn't. If, you, you if wouldn't. it was anyone else, it would be like, hey, I'm not sure if you're getting this, but I, I have no idea. I'm going to leave a note. Can you leave me? I'm trying to communicate, not take a, a, a Nike keychain and put it under a rock. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. So, however, the, the most amazing part of that is just... However, he did it is amazing. I don't yeah. know how he did it, but he did it. You, you watch the videos, and it's like this guy has some crazy access to some crazy places. He does, and he's very talented. I guess you could say, in a way. I mean, I guess that's a talent. And, and also, kudos to him for not just like getting the ten million followers and then coming on and be like, "Gotcha!" Yeah. yeah. So hit that like button. You know, uh, if you want to see some more amazing stuff, go to you know, or buy my T-shirts, buy my videos. Yeah, he just keeps going with it, and I like that. Yeah. So there's, it, it's, it's a, it's a good internet mystery. It is, and so, I mean, would I like to be a time traveler? Probably not. You know, I think it would be really lonely, and it would probably be very sad. What if, what if you have the best of both worlds? What if you just had, like, a portal, like a, like a, a, a window to look through time, instead of having yeah, to physically like go there? I like that. Then you could be like, what color were dinosaurs? Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to look at dinosaurs. Or, like, what, what do cars look like in 50 years? Is there even anything that's still here in 50 years? And I, honestly, I would like to see the last ice age, like the end of it, because I want to see the glaciers covering almost the entire earth and then receding. Like I want to go do time traveling and then I want to do time lapse also. Like I want to view the ultimate time lapse. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate time lapse of like, like almost instantaneous time lapse. Cause it would be so much time of the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of this ice melting and this verdant ground coming to be. 
and you know, and the continent's drifting, and I want to see all that. Obviously, I never will, but you know, I mean, I mean, I could probably find a, a YouTube video that covers most of them. <laughs> yeah, you could. YouTube's cool. And here's Pangea, <laughs> and the continent's drifting. I mean, it might be an animation. I'm not sure if I can get you a live shot, but yeah, we're sort of. I don't know if we're coming to the end of this thing, of this this episode, but. I think we covered a lot of ground. I mean, is there anything else you want to, like... I mean, other than just, like, digging into all the claimed time travelers, but I think I think just those two pretty much cover most of the bases. That yeah. Some of them have some pretty convincing... You got the one guy who was just, like, a, a guy on a message board that posted some weird stuff. Oh, said, you're right. Here's you're right. what's going to happen, right? None of it actually happened. That's the, like, beta version, I guess you can say, of someone trying to, like, make a mystery on the Internet. Versus this guy now, who, however he did... Those TikTok videos is to the point where it's almost convinced. Like if it he would have, if he would have thought about it just a little bit more and actually added some, I'm terrified to it because let's be honest, th- that that's how anybody would react. No one's gonna just be like, well, I woke up in a, in the, there's no one left in the city. Guess I'll log into TikTok, make a couple quick videos, and know. Then, uh, you know, I guess that's my day. Yeah, you know? he's like, very convincing. But but anyways, like that's that's. I mean, as far as the only other time travel thing I can think of would be like your deep conspiracy time, like the Montauk yeah. Project, stuff like that, government issued time machines, Nazis, that kind of thing. But we're, I don't want to go all the way down the rabbit hole. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, I think we did good. So thanks uh, for having a, having a conversation. All right. Well, is that it? now we're going to do some research on Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and leave a, if you want, leave a voice message. Um, we're going to keep trying to do these things, and, you know, these subjects are hard-hitting, but they sort of branch into a million different things, and sort of like, I don't know, I think what, they help. Do you want to, do you want to talk to them about your, your upcoming project, your, your, your TikTok project? You want to, you want to hype it a little bit? Direct I guess. Direct traffic over Sure, here? direct traffic, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm, I might do a video a day in April. One video, one day, 30 days, April go sort of a situation and just it's more of it's more of an experiment like I'm not trying to it's it's seriously just a wild science experiment that's all it is what's your hypothesis oh, that's good um you should start with some kind of hypothesis of what you're trying to my do. hypothesis is that I'll go a little bit more crazy okay but I'm already there trying to create content it's gonna drive me insane <laughs> it and will. which will be content in and of itself it will so it's this weird circle I think about things too much. That's why I'm like, I should probably just do... Are you going to be a Kardashian by the end of the No, no, no. (laughs) No way, man. But yeah, that's my idea. So I don't know if anyone cares. I I wouldn't care if I was listening to this, but... um, Well, it's not for them. It's for you. It is. You know what? If they want to be along for the ride... You're right. Then we're welcome to it. Thanks for listening. If anybody wants to, you know, support the show, feel free to send cash. Yeah, send cash. Not Bitcoin. Oh, you can send Bitcoin. Send Bitcoin. Or Ethereum, or Litecoin. Oh, you mentioned Ethereum you, the other day. Do, yeah, we, maybe we should do an episode about cryptocurrency. Let's do it. We'll do it like a just a brass tax informational one. That would be great, actually, because that would teach me something. Okay. I don't know and then at the end of the show, we'll invest all of our money in see what <laughs> All right, stay tuned for that. All right, That'll be stay entertaining. Tuned. Thanks, guys. Bye.